0: If you're a patron, please listen to this episode via Patreon because the public release version is not the full episode. If you're not a patron, then you should become one if you'd like to listen to and participate in the after show.
1: Genghis Khan, Soy Boy Cuck.
0: She's a nice man goes, what you gonna do? Hello, hello, welcome to the after show. A brand spanking new series. Patreon exclusive. Brought to you by Polite Conversations. By
1: Polite Conversations.
0: This is where I'm hoping to get to know you a little better, dear patrons. This will be the place to come hang out for a casual chat. Let's talk about all things waking up and polite conversations and Twitter spaces and whatever else you'd like to discuss. More content, more conversations, more fun, and even more rationality. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode four of the after show. I have here with me my lovely friends and patrons of the wonderful I Don't Speak German podcast, Jack and Daniel. How's it going, guys?
1: Going pretty good. Thanks for having us. Uh, I mean, the world is terrible, but that just means that, uh, you know, we have plenty of content. So <laughs> that's very oh, yeah, true.
2: Obviously, I meant. I meant apart from, you know, everything in the world being absolutely awful. Apart from that, it's fine.
0: (laughs) Right, right. No, I figured. I figured. No, I'm so happy to have you on because, like, I have had you on Polite Conversations, but not on the Polite Conversations After Show. And I just, like, started this right before everything in my life went Crazy, and I didn't really get a chance to do more than three episodes of it. So yeah, welcome to the fourth one.
1: Thanks for having us. It's an honor. Yeah, I'm happy to be fourth in line. Given the, I've listened to the other three, and they're all brilliant. So you know, I'm, you know, given given the given the first three, I, I think us being number four is at least in my part better than I deserve. Like Jack should have been like higher, but me, I'm fine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> So I I
2: take it that, you know, this being behind the paywall and everything, this is where we get seriously, uh, you know, we say what we really think, you know. Exactly. We let all the really, all the offensive, dangerous opinions fly, yeah. The
0: first, like, half-ish of the conversation will be on the main uh, feed. So save all your, like, dirty secrets for the second half of the conversation.
2: Okay, cool, cool, gotcha. Got it.
0: <laughs> Jack and Daniel reveal.
2: <laughs> Actually, we do want to kill white people.
1: Oh, no. oh well, I think th- I think that was obvious from you know everything that we've done so far. I mean, you know, we are anti-white genocidal racists. Don't you understand? <laughs> Like we are just, we are just beholden to the Jews in everything that we do, and not like any particular Jewish people, but the Jews as a concept. You know, that's
2: just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And for anybody listening that is not familiar (laughs) with their podcast, let me just say they do an anti-fascist podcast, and they're just joking
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes we're joking yes. don't even, <laughs> even put a, an, in, an international question mark on that we are definitely just
0: joking <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking if someone were to just like walk into this conversation and not know the background of your work uh, yeah. then I would be in trouble
2: <laughs> for having you yeah. on Ina's talking, to, Ina's talking to a pair of Nazis <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I actually do find it really amusing that there was a rumor going around, like there was someone spreading a rumor to, like, journalists that I had been speaking to that I was a secret Nazi. And the logic behind it was...
0: Daniel, Daniel, you have to save that revelation for the second half. No, I
1: kid. Go on, go on. The the logic behind it was, he could never know this much about us if he wasn't secretly one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Yeah, no, like you know, I literally have people like message me and going like, "Did you did you know that there's a rumor going around that you're a secret Nazi?" And I'm like, "Oh, tell me more." <laughs> it's very, <laughs> it was very funny.
0: So yeah, there's been a lot of stuff happening. Twitter uh, is even more of a hell site than it once was, uh, which has been interesting to see. I mean, I've just really struggled with this for you tab that you have in your main like feed. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. You don't see like it just automatically switches to that and you barely see anyone you follow. First, I didn't even realize that it kept switching back to that. And I'm like, what? I I don't know any of these people. Why am I seeing all of these tweets in a row? And then I'm like, oh shit, like it keeps putting me back to that. It's so frustrating.
2: Yeah, and it <laughs> keeps pushing right wing figures on me. Uh, and lots yeah, of like other constantly. people are saying the same thing. Yeah. It's constantly foist, trying to voice Jordan Peterson and uh, yeah. people like that on me. Jim Jordan, it was trying to show mainly mainly right wingers with the name Jordan in their name. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Jordan and Murray, very popular right wing names.
1: Yeah, cursed names. Mine has actually been very funny But only in the course of the last like 24 hours because like mine Mostly follows like people That I already follow but only like A handful of them and so it's gotta have some Kind of like interaction thing Built into its algorithm or You know it's sort of like tracking Like what I'm clicking on and like Viewing Mm. like a full thing but Like so I follow like A number of like sex workers um, Like like lefty sex workers and such Mm -hmm. Um And I think, like, yesterday, I happened to, like, click on one too many, and then suddenly it's literally just feeding me OnlyFans, girls. Like, for the last 24 hours, it's literally just people with, like, 800,000 Twitter followers who have, like, $20 a month subscription fees at OnlyFans. And it's like, that is is highly amusing to me, honestly. Like, I don't even mind it. I'm just kind of like, well, now that feed is, like, it used to be vaguely useful, and now it's, like, useful in a very different way of like, I had no idea that these people even existed until suddenly Twitter is like feeding that to me. So Jack gets, uh, Jordan Peterson and I get, um, you know, uh, People who sell lewds but not nudes on OnlyFans, apparently. Oh, interesting. And a bunch of like anime cosplay people, you know. So um, I really <laughs> think Twitter just doesn't understand because I follow like such a, because I follow a bunch of these right wing shitheads already, and then I follow like anarchists and communists, right? Mm-hmm. And then like journalists. And so I think Twitter just doesn't know what to do with me algorithmically. Um, I ran into this with YouTube years ago, um, in which it was just like a mess of like various things. And so it just feeds me like the last. Ten things that I clicked on It just feeds me more of that in any given time And um, that's that's an interesting Experience um, it's, the, it's the prospect of like you search For a lawnmower on Amazon And then suddenly <laughs> all of your ads are for new lawnmowers When you just bought a new lawnmower Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah,
0: yeah, you know yeah. what Does that all the time? Like these little Cell phone games Like these wordscapes and things Like all the ads on there are Literally everything I've Googled in the past you know dentist or whatever in the past like two hours and i'm like that's so fucking creepy
2: james Lindsay informed us all the other day google is now the uh oh, it's yeah, now they, the the temple
0: the, the communist headquarters
2: the temple of wokeism marxist wokeism yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> google for fuck's sake it's unreal yeah. how Unhinged, they are.
2: Like, do they even hear that, themselves? I don't know. That, that reminds me of another tweet I saw the other day. Some some idiot, I can't remember who it was, did this tweet where he was like, "Hey, leftists, did you know that the FBI actually uh, conspired to try to get Martin Luther King to kill himself?" And the, obvi- the obviously, the assumption on this was like, obviously, leftists all love the FBI. I'll own them <laughs> by pointing out that the FBI had it in for Martin Luther King. That's like. The, the entire ground assumptions these people op- operate from are not just wrong they're they they're insane you
0: know? yeah, well, and you think it's like these like obvious far right like unhinged people, but it's not just them because if you look at the whole anti woke like ecosystem, even from the people who are like now starting to denounce your Brett weinstein's and James Lindsay's like Sam Harris, who's very, very late to the party after he's elevated all these people. Um, even he does clearly not know what the meaning of the term far left is because he thinks like the New York times has been destroyed by the far left, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, as an American, I'm going to speak authoritatively on this. And that is that the political discourse has no idea how to differentiate liberals from leftists in mm-hmm. the slightest. You know, there is absolutely no like Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, uh, Che Guevara, Fidel Castro <laughs> and, um, and Karl Marx are basically all the same person in terms of like mainstream political discourse
0: so ridiculous.
1: The only real difference between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden was that Bernie Sanders had, like, angry supporters on Twitter. Like, that's the big difference between, you know, and in terms of you know, um, anyway, you know, that that's, I'm, I'm overstating things slightly, but not not to any, any, any real degree. And so when James Lindsay says, like, the left, what he means is Anybody to the left of John McCain, mm. and more likely anyone to the left of like Mitt Romney. Oh God, not even Mitt Romney. Anyone to the left of like you know what? Like, uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mitch McConnell. Anyone to the left of Mitch McConnell? Oh God, is it's a so depressing. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, anybody
2: to the left of James Lindsay? Really? I think that's what it means. Isn't
0: it? <laughs> and that is very scary because like fucking. Yeah. I think maybe Tucker Carlson is to the left of James Lindsay.
1: I actually said I actually did this thing. I, I like retweeted a, um, uh, a, um, I retweeted a tweet, and it was like uh, talking about James Lindsay. And it's like James Lindsay is basically the John Birch Society by means of Hal Lindsay at this point. You know, <laughs> like he's literally he's literally doing like anti-communist, like New World Order shit, Mm. but doing it through the lens of, like, an apocalyptic evangelical preacher.
0: Which is so bizarre, because, like, where did he come from? He came from the New Atheist Movement. Like, his, his old Twitter handle was at God... Does that or does it. something? Because yeah. the
1: book Because God doesn't, we do. He wrote that book. And then like, that was his old Twitter handle. Um, and like how he sort of like, that was that. I think that was his blog title for a while or something. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that blog has now been deleted. It is on the internet archive. And I have read that, but not, it's not worth reading, but like, once you understand that, like when you listen to the three hour podcast of him spewing nonsense, uh, about things he barely begins to understand, and then you look and go, like, oh no, he was the logarithmic blogger back in, like, 2010. Like, mm. this is this is just the evolution of media more so than message. Um.
0: Mm-hmm. It's so fucked up. Like, just to think that this all came from, like, even Andy No, James Lindsay, and then, like, the IDW... Sort of, and, like, it kind of all has roots in the new atheist scene, and the fact that it dances so close to Christian fundamentalists is, like, it's wild to me, right? We even have, like, Dawkins doing things like uh, promoting events that begin with, like, an evangelical prayer or something because it was, like, uh, an anti-woke event, and then he got embarrassed and deleted it, or... We have him saying that Christianity can be a bulwark against something much worse, where he's obviously t- talking about Islam.
1: Or, like, trans people having the ability to, like, live in society, you
0: know? Yeah, like, the discourse on LGBTQ, especially trans rights, has become so blatantly, like, fashy. And these are the people, like, this is what boggles my mind, because... Where I'm coming from, I was, like, in this new atheist scene where they were all talking about how dangerous it is to let more, like, Muslim immigrants in because they're homophobic, and now these people are all palling around with, like, the most open homophobic people there are, like Dave Rubin of all people, you know, with DeSantis and just... it. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. see how that all, like, came together. Like, hypocrisy means nothing to the right, obviously. Like, you can even see that in the uh, ridiculous ways that, you know, free speech hero Elon Musk has gone about handling free speech, <laughs> quote-unquote, on uh, Twitter. Like, there was a point where he banned, like, mentions of or links to other social media sites like can you be any more anti-free speech than that
2: well can you can you just be any more you know unself-aware and and daft than that this is the thing about Elon Musk is but I think uh, unlike most people I think I mean there's a there's a heavy dose of just cluelessness in everything he does because he is a he is an idiot clearly but Mm -hmm. um, I think I think he's motivated by you know real (sighs) sort of evangelical ideological conviction i think he's you know he's he's been coming over to this far right viewpoint for a while now and i think uh maybe last year or something like that sometime last year you know he tipped over and with the zeal of the convert i think i think part of the the twitter buy was a desire to to try to do exactly what he's been trying to do you know bring bring all these people back, back on
0: yeah yeah and uh
2: try to change the conversation, ship the com you know, because of course, again, we we're talking about the, you know, the insane basis of their assumptions being that, you know, leftists love the FBI. Obviously, we all know that. <laughs> That's a given. Well I mean, it's equally a given to these people that that Twitter is this far left um environment, you know. So I think I think it was real I think it was real ideological conviction. I think he wanted to, you know, set Twitter back on the straight and narrow, take it back off the off the, off the path towards extreme leftism that it was supposedly on. I mean, you know, yeah, my yeah, God, like, they had some, some people in Twitter HQ had uh, stay woke t shirts. I mean, what more evidence do you need?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Jack Dorsey, extreme far left commie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but this is where we are. Like, you know, they, they consider the neoconservatives, the old uh, Republican neoconservatives. You know, because they talk about, well, we're uh, we're invading Afghanistan because of women's rights and uh, the burqa or mm-hmm. something, something. You know, that, that makes them too far left, you know?
0: Yeah, and also, like, speaking of, uh, you know, obviously anti-women's rights people using women's rights as an excuse, like, Jordan Peterson does this now with, like, Whichever ex Muslims will talk to him or Iranian activists, I see him him and Gad Saad talk to this famous Iranian activist, and it just it 's so disgusting because she 's obviously not giving a fuck about the cause itself if she 's willing to compromise her values and talk to like the absolute worst prehistoric misogynist just because they 're not Islamic misogynists. Doesn't mean that that's who you ally with in the battle for women's rights in Iran. Like Jordan fucking Peterson, the guy who says that if you wear lipstick to work, you are asking to be harassed, or you're a hypocrite if you don't want to be harassed, or the guy who uh, talks to his daughter about hip-to-waist ratios, like ideal (laughs) hip-to-waist ratios. He thinks the birth control pill was like as bad as the atomic bomb. Um, Just... Like, and like any unhinged Salafist mullah, that's what Jordan Peterson is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Jordan Peterson is like the moderate on some of these conversations. Ultimately, you know, within the within the right, you know, the you know the people I follow, like they think Jordan Peterson is a cock. You know, yeah. Like...
0: Well, like, I mean, you follow a lot of Nazis, <laughs> right? So. Yeah. As Jack was saying, I think Elon really wanted to bring some of these people back. Like, didn't he bring back Ang- England very quickly? And, and Andrew
1: England is still on Twitter. I uh, I literally get messages to follow him. on.
0: Oh, also, what's his name? Fuentes. Nick Fuentes was on, I think, for like 24 hours or so. He sort of where he praised Hitler.
1: He did a Twitter space where he said some things that he wasn't allowed to say, and suddenly uh, somebody with sense went like, oh, no, maybe this guy doesn't – shouldn't be back, <laughs> you know? Um, um the- the people that I follow in the National Justice Party, like they were back for like three days or something, like way back at the you know two months ago in the far long ago time when <laughs> Elon Musk first bought Twitter, um, they were brought back and they had they had like three days of like unfettered like joy of it's 2016 again, guy got banned again, and so there is I mean, but this is also like an optics question, I think you know exactly. Where, it's all about like we got to keep the. Like, we gotta make sure that, like, the really obvious ones aren't on there. Like, I promise you, there are Nazis on Twitter. There are fucking Nazis on Twitter. You know how I know? Because they're in my mentions. (laughs) And because the (laughs) the second I, like, you know, find one of them in my mentions, I, like, click on that person and then go through their thing and then just go find all the people they've responded to. And I find a total web of, like, really weird... Nazi subcultures thriving at the like 500 follower level and below, but like huge networks of these people, like they exist all over Twitter. They're just not in your mentions because.
2: I mean, I think I think Fuentes probably, probably wanted to get himself um, banned again because I think that's probably that from his point of view, that's probably the best PR. You know, mm-hmm. get yourself let back on Twitter immediately get yourself banned and -hmm. then you can have another round of look i've been banned how unfair it is it's totalitarianism my my free speech isn't taking away etc that's probably what he was going for i reckon Mm. but it you know they they you know he comes back on and he immediately starts saying yeah i love hitler you should love hitler too hitler was cool um And they, you know, they have to ban him again because that's terrible, terrible PR. They have to ban Kanye because he posts a a swastika inside a Star of David, you know, because that's terrible, terrible, terrible PR. And it's like, Elon, you're getting a course, a first person course in real time (laughs) about um, how sometimes your ideological convictions, no matter how passionately you hold them, because you're running this huge company, they have to give way to, you know, press and PR. And, public, you know, stuff like that, they have to give way to the imperatives of uh, capital accumulation, because that's what your actual right. job is.
0: Well, exactly. If you want ad money, then you're going to have to uh, have some rules, because obviously he was losing sponsors, like left, right and centre. Yeah.
2: yeah. And you know what, Elon? <laughs> that might be why the old regime at Twitter did things like soft banning and shadow banning Mm -hmm. accounts that went around spreading election misinformation and causing coups and giving Twitter really bad PR. That might be why they were doing that. But of course he can never acknowledge that because the minute he acknowledges stuff like that, the Twitter files and all the, all the fuss that he made about the so-called Twitter files, that just goes up (laughs) in smoke instantly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and he is doing that though. Like right now, currently there's like this documentary, I think the BBC released on India and Modi, uh, their yeah. fascist prime minister and the I think Indian government has asked for Twitter to remove links to any videos or clips or anything um, in I think India or maybe even beyond that I'm not sure, but um, I just saw a headline and said Elon is complying and removing links to it. So <laughs> what is he doing? He's doing the same thing, if not worse. Now this reset fucking gas stove bullshit. Like have you seen this?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the I gas stove. Seen it. Come and take oh. my gas stove from my cold dead hand. To mention to to which my response is suits me. We can do it that way if that's the way you want it, that's fine with me, guys. <laughs> if,
0: like they don't. They 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 hear that something is harmful to kids in the home, and what is their reaction? Like owning the libs by turning their gas stoves on. It's like you know, self harm. As long as the libs are are owned,
2: but they they have they have nothing except uh, spite, uh, which they can to express through culture war bullshit. They got nothing, you know. Yeah, unless they start being honest about their actual worldview and what they actually think, um, if if they don't do that, then what have they got? They've only got these ridiculous, uh, spiteful culture war nonsense things, you know. And the you know the Republican Party is—it's uh, not really a political party; it's a, it's a corporation that sells direct political influence to
1: big capital. You know, it mm. sells votes to big capital. Mm. That's what it is, and so. Like, I, I think that, like, the, uh, you know, the gas oven or, you know, the gas stove thing is, like, a hipster thing. I feel like is not, like, I think there are reasons, like, professional chefs prefer a gas stove yeah. for a lot of reasons, you know? And if you actually, like, like to cook and, you know want that in your life for a reason, that's fine. But also, like, maybe that shouldn't be, like, a standard thing that we just have in, you know, in every household. And also, mm-hmm. just just to be clear about this while we're talking, yeah, just a just like, There was never a thing of, like, the government's going to come for your gas stove. It it was about, (laughs) like, it was a proposal to maybe change, like, certain regulatory requirements so that, like, gas stoves are not installed in new units. And so, like, maybe 50 years from now it's hard to find a gas stove, but like, this is not going to affect anything within like the, you know, it's, it's just, it's a complete bullshit discourse ultimately. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did want to, uh, I did want to admit like, yeah, I, I actually let my gas stove, it, it, it feeds me and my family and, uh, that's great, you know, so, you know, but, uh, I, I would make it work. I would actually prefer to have an induction stove right now. I've, if I had it, if I had it to do over again, I would have an induction stove. But mm. you
2: know, Well, I I have to admit to having uh, no palate when it comes to food. I have I have no palate, no taste. Oh, but you're I like good-ish. to think that I have taste <laughs> I like to think that I have taste in um you know art and, and literature and stuff like that, but when it comes to food, uh, I I have no palate whatsoever. So if you say it tastes better, uh, I'll I'll defer to you, to
1: your knowledge, because I wouldn't know. Well, it's not a taste-better thing. It's like you have techniques available to you, you know. It's like
0: the open flame, right? I guess it heats yeah, yeah, better. Yeah. And-
1: you, you have, well, it's you have the open flame, and again, like, I turn the eye off, and suddenly, and so I can cook down a sauce until it's, like, right to that moment, and then turn the eye off and know exactly, like, it's going to sit for five minutes. The heat from the pan is going to dissipate, and it's going to be right at that level that I want it to be, which... You can make work on an electric stove, but you have to, like, think further ahead. Like, you have to be, like, and so it's more complicated, right? Um, I should say that, like, I'm not a professional chef. I've never been to culinary school. I've never taken a cooking class. What I do have is a degree in chemistry, and uh, cooking is chemistry you can eat. All
0: right, like, but is it important to you that your M&Ms are fuckable?
1: That's the real question. I—, I I have I have a very um, I have an unorthodox opinion about this, and that is that all MMs are fuckable if you uh, if you do it right. You know, so. Oh God! If you're, if you're determined enough. Oh
0: God! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I will not have any follow up questions to that one.
1: Eminemonlyfans <laughs> <laughs> dot <laughs>
0: You know, Tucker's the first one to sign up to that.
1: You know, you know, the, 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 and I guarantee you now that I've now that I've spoken those words, somebody is going to rule thirty for that. You understand that? Right? You know, there's going to be like a tumbler of like you know, you know, m M&M art. Uh, oh, you know.
0: maybe that's what I should get into doing, like M&M erotica.
1: Yeah, no. I, I mean, no. there's a future. There's a future in it for you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh. I, gotta, I gotta step away for just hitting
2: TV and Tart any moment now <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know since their footwear is apparently very important you can't give them like frumpy sensible shoes you gotta give them like stilettos and shit so we should have like a separate OnlyFans page just for like Eminem foot pics where did Daniel go he really did have to go somewhere after talking about Eminem suddenly Interesting.
2: Yeah. He, uh, Im- emergency, uh, had to go <laughs> find some m <M&M's> and quickly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay.
2: Daniel, but well, we lost you. Um... <laughs>
0: Just a few seconds. Just give him a few seconds.
2: <laughs> okay. Maybe
0: a few minutes, maybe. See, this is the good stuff. The, uh, Stuff that will be behind the paywall. Daniel reveals his yeah. deepest, darkest secrets about how all M and M's are fuckable, and uh, yeah, we're yeah. getting to it now. <laughs>
2: uh, I was just saying he's still he's still visible on the, in the Skype window, so yeah, no, on.
0: he did say sorry. I have to run like right after saying the M and M's thing, and I thought he was joking. Because like I thought he was like oh, right it... okay. he said I have to step away for a minute oh I didn't
2: hear and that I, th- I right, thought it was okay. like an
0: M and M's joke like oh yeah now I've talked yeah. about how sexy the M and M's are and I have to step away for a minute but then he actually stepped yeah. <laughs> but then he stepped away actually <laughs> Daniel. access this brand new Patreon exclusive series by becoming a patron today.